0: hello everyone. Welcome back to your favorite podcast that is Brain Roast with Dr. HBM. Today we have a very special guest with us, Dr. Loki Rajgopal. So, today we will be discussing about a very specific uh, less uh, hunted course uh, that is the MMST program of the IIT Kharagpur. So, to start with, hi Loki, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, I am fine. How are you Dr. Mishra?
0: Yeah, yeah, great, great, great. So, for the benefit Mm -hmm. of our audiences, uh, Dr. Loki uh, graduated from uh, Tamil Nadu Uh, completing his MBBAs with a great uh, stint, academic and non-academic performances uh, in 2015. After that, uh, for a couple of years, he worked at different hospitals in various roles, starting from internal medicine to doing some clinical research. And after that, for also for a very brief uh, period of time, he was associated with tuberculosis research. And uh, back in 2015, Uh, 19 he jumped into this IIT Kharagpur MMST program and uh, See today we have almost he has finished up his thesis work and all the viva's and uh, Soon he will be joining the med tech industry and uh, As you guys know that after Mbps we have a lot of opportunities uh, Be it very hardcore clinicals and uh, non-clinicals and also in the industry one of these industry roles are uh, medical devices so Thanks Loki for uh, uh, accepting my invitation for this particular podcast. I know this is quite tough, uh, especially for the audiences to understand, but I know you, are, you will be a great, uh, uh, you can say, orator for them, to make them understand
1: things. Sure. Uh, uh, Dr. HPM, should I call, like, uh, yeah. I will, like, clear all your speech details <laughs> yeah, 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 sure, yeah.
0: sure. sure. Uh, mm. so start with uh, Loki, uh, what do you think? Mm. Uh, what are the five best things about this particular program?
1: Uh, first thing is like uh, there is no any other similar program like this because uh, I say is like there are like programs which might be similar but nothing unique about this they only intake uh, MBS doctors so like for example IIT Bombay uh, in MPEC biomedical engineering they intake doctors but as well as engineers but it's, there is no like uh, uh, exclusive program for doctors such course which started like uh, early 2000s so and it's in the one of the uh, greatest institute as well like in the country Mm -hmm. so they are the first IIT to open and uh, there are like uh, all the facilities like the opportunities within your reach uh, starting from great faculty to great campus to like extracurricular activities if you need like everything Mm -hmm. and you can study like whichever you like, whatever you like. There are like a, this program doesn't restrict you to going on a specific course. You can take electives as you need, and then you can choose your uh, branch within specific. For example, I choose medical devices, I took electives related to medical devices. If you choose pharmaceuticals, you can take electives related to pharmaceuticals. There is an old department for this course. Which also has like some other uh, 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 degrees as well, including M.Tech, Biomedical Engineering, Medical Imaging and Informatics, and many others as well. Okay. So this is the only one, one in the kind in the country.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, I will completely echo with what Luki mm-hmm. has said. Uh, so audiences, uh, for your benefit, uh, after MBBS, if you want to get into medical devices or particularly the med tech uh, zone. So in the country today, we have a lot of courses going on, uh, being it in the field of biomedical engineering, some in IIT Jodhpur have recently started. Uh, back in 2010, uh, the Stanford India Biodesign, which is now School of International Biodesign, they have also program. But as Loki said that uh, this particular MMST program of IIT Kharagpur is one of its kind and it provides a lot of leveraging and freedom for learning. So, Loki, uh, what do you think? Uh, Are there any cons or any worst things as well about this program? Because as you know, every coin has got two sides. So, what are the five worst things you can talk about? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, Loki. so I was asking, what are the five worst things or you can say the cons of this particular program?
1: Yeah, every program has its own cons. Like for for example, this course curriculum has been like uh, uh, 20 years old. Like they haven't updated much of the course curriculum. That is the one of the important drawback of this course right now, if you say, when it coming to the lot of developments in the industry and it's not like up to date. Second thing is like you're on your own, like uh, although there are like professors to help you out, you can reach out to anyone you have like uh, opportunities in the campus to collaborate with different departments, it's very difficult to like uh, uh, they're not going to spoon feed you because you are from a different uh, uh, branch, which is nothing related to do with an engineering college but like you have to take your own interest you have to study your own interest you have to go out of the curriculum to learn things what you needed that is the one thing and uh, next thing is like uh, you have to uh, refresh all your knowledge about maths, physics which uh, from your like uh, school days. Mm. and that is the one of the difficult stuff going to be in your first semester and uh, like if you are like too much worried about like uh, your job and everything Uh, It's not the place, like uh, there is no job guarantee, there is no, but if you develop your skills, you will definitely find a good job, Hmm. but there is nothing guarantee, you just have this degree, you'll have a job in hand. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it's not a kind of pipeline, you just enter into IT KGP and Hmm. PhD program and after it's come, Hmm three years uh, you have a job in your hand as a placement coming out of Mm. the college but yeah as loki said the the world is very changing fast uh, and uh, the course curriculum Mm. needs to be updated and i personally feel the indian education system be it uh, the medical colleges the engineering colleges all are lagging behind this but yeah the best part about medical colleges particularly is that at least uh, while training or while studying the uh, medical students get a hands-on with the patients So that, uh, you can say, uh, decreases the gap. Otherwise, every course curriculum in India is uh, quite old, uh, not comparable to the current industry standards. Right, Luki? Mm.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, going forward, uh, so looking a lot of students after graduating, uh, completing their MBBS uh, training uh, when they are already into the internship. Uh, so for example, anybody starts uh, thinking of this MMSG program. So as you have already completed this three years course and you have seen couple of uh, uh, you can say seniors uh, having going good into the industry and some not successful mm-hmm. much and uh, then taking a different uh, route so what you will suggest who should join the program and who should not can you just elaborate on this particularly for the benefit of the audience
1: yeah sure like uh, as i said earlier this whole course is like no like uh, it's only for those who actually have a good interest okay like in uh, things like this for example, if you are very much interested in maths and physics during your school days compared to the biology as I am one of those people, then it is definitely for you. And like you are like somehow pushed into like MBBS because of like uh, family pressure or something, but you are really interested in technology or research, then you are definitely, it is the best course for these people. Like as MBBS graduates, we can directly go for PhD, but like uh, it's, you don't know what to do in that. But this course, if you take it, like um, off of our uh, uh, seniors, like, go into PhD, doing PhD after finishing our mastery. If you are really into research, you can just start here. It's the best place to start. And, like, uh, it gives an advantage, uh, like, it landed in a good institute for a PhD as well, uh, mm-hmm. uh, both in India as well as abroad. Mm-hmm. So, but like if you are thinking this as a like something where you can land up in a very good job with a IIT brand, mm-hmm. uh, if, uh, uh, just for the money, then definitely this is not for you and this is not for people, those who want to go back into the clinics, uh, mm-hmm. just like a, a degree to complete after MBBS, it's definitely not for them. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so to summarize, what Loki is saying is that this course is for those who are very much into creativity, into maths and physics uh, during the school days and uh, who are looking up to a career in research uh, and simultaneously he mentioned that this is not for those who are looking for just IIT TAG and looking for an additional degree after MBBS and uh, a very, you can say, a warning he has mentioned that it's not something for those uh, who are looking to continue their hardcore clinical practice. Though they can continue, but uh, the course encourages one to get into research and uh, get into technologies and uh, finally get into the industry and uh, uh, invent and discover new things. So, Loki, uh, you gave this entrance exam for the MMST back in 2019, I
1: guess? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So can you tell me about uh, the entrance test That uh, in terms of uh, the exam details, uh, how many number of questions are there, what is the kind of syllabus and uh, the duration mm-hmm. of the exam and how the difficulty level is there in comparison to other exams which we give after MBBS?
1: This is not like uh, much of a difficult entrance exam because like soundify of the questions out of like... Uh, 125 questions, 1.25 questions like uh, come straight out of your MBBS syllabus. It's, uh, if you are preparing for NEET or any other competitive exam, it's like, it will be like easy for you to attend those 1.25 questions. Rest forty-five questions comes like uh, 15 from maths and 15 from physics and 15 from chemistry, which is like out of 12 syllabus. Okay. Okay. So, so this is the overall. Okay, okay. To so mm.
0: break it down, what you are saying is that 75 questions will be of MBBS syllabus, the syllabus,
1: which is yeah. of
0: the difficulty level of, you can say, any uh, post MBBS uh, PG entrance exam. And if somebody Even is prepared, that. Yeah, yeah, mm. if, if somebody's <laughs> preparing for that, then it's fine. And other mm. than that, 15 questions each from Math, Physics and Chemistry. Yeah. And this, uh, when we're talking about Math, Physics and Chemistry, this is of Class 12th level, I guess. Yeah, yeah okay okay fine 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 so if one is interested post mbps he needs to get back to those uh, 12th class books uh five years at least the
1: basics yeah yeah, yeah yeah since it is majority portion is like your mbps thing only the minor portion is this thing mm-hmm. at least you have to get your basic start and few of those questions mm-hmm. and uh, there is, there is no negative marking so you're free to attend all 130 questions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, then that is like when I attended it, we, it had only two centers, like one in Kolkata and one in Bangalore. But now, this year, they conducted like all over the country. Mm. So they have centers everywhere. I think they combined with the gate, uh, the IIT gate as well. So they have like too many centers if people want to just apply and mm-hmm. write it away. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, uh, with the improving industry standards, uh, the demand mm. for trained professionals is also uh, tremendous mm. and if somebody mm. is doing this particular course out of interest then definitely you mm. will never find anything difficult after life because the skill set is always there. Uh, getting back, what is the duration of the exam, Loki?
1: A duration exam is like a standard, like a hours, of okay. and like they take in 15 uh, uh, candidates each year Okay, Next. Okay, okay, 15 mm. candidates in
0: total.
1: So, any reservation? Yeah. I mean, I think it will be a standard reservation only like whatever is like there for IAD. I'm not exactly sure how many out of 15. Mm-hmm. Because since there is not a huge competition, I think it's not like getting into too much trouble with reservations. So if you are really interested and if you have the basic knowledge of what all you will definitely get in. Okay, okay. because very few people have the awareness like even such a course existed Yeah. yeah before yeah. like uh, I joined in there none of my friends know such a course is there <laughs> No, with
0: the time uh, things are the education and the awareness is improving and also I Mm. hope uh, with your effort of uh, participating uh, in this particular podcast all of our listeners and all the upcoming Mm. students will also come to know about the course and I hope the selection rate will also improve and the competition will be fierce uh, which will help better Mm. candidates to get into so at your time do you remember or you have any idea what is the selection rate means you are saying 15 seats are there and uh, how many candidates used to appear you during your times, a couple
1: of years back? Uh, I am not exactly sure like total number of candidates but like it is at least like uh, 40 candidates appeared in my centre like uh, minimum 40 candidates in Bangalore Centre like maybe likewise in the uh, Kolkata Centre as well. Okay, fine, Mm. fine.
0: But yeah, definitely Mm. for the audiences uh, see when you will be giving the exams I think uh, with upcoming changes in the medical scenario and demand for these Mm. kind of technocrats uh, the competition is going to be humongous. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting back to the campus life and uh, IIT KGP has got a very natural campus. It's one of the oldest IITs and also not into the main cities. So, how's the campus? You spent, uh, I think, one of your best part of your three years uh, there.
1: Yeah, like uh, unfortunately we are not able to spend whole three years there because of the COVID and something. We uh, spend like our first two semesters there, which was like wonderful campus. Like, as you said, it is away from the city. I don't know whether it is fortunate or unfortunate, mm-hmm. but it is a like 2000 acre campus, like oh, oh, surrounded by fully trees and greenery. Mm-hmm. There is It has own lake and something. It has like all the state of the art facilities from the like they call it like uh, students' gymkhana mm-hmm. and uh, technology students' gymkhana, and like they have like a uh, a swimming pool. They have like their own market inside. The, it's like a village inside the campus. Mm-hmm. So, including like uh, 22 hall of residences, and like uh, apart from this, like stop quarters and, and thing. Like it's a wonderful place to live, and it's like, uh, uh, it's like a campus like 24/7 campus. You at any time people will be there, and it's a live campus. Mm. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah and if you mm. talk about particularly about the department uh, the school of civil mm. technology uh, mm. hows the department
1: uh, department is like uh, comprises of like uh, people from all backgrounds since this is a very interdisciplinary department compared to any other department in IIT. Mm. so we have like courses which we like the, that to the first semester we take courses like from the computer science department to the civil engineering department for the CAD and some other things. And also from like a biotech department, we used to like grant from department to department for each class. So it is the most interdisciplinary class. Uh, I'm like, as such, like, you know, like in the department also, we have faculties who are like multidisciplinary, like who's teaching this like for the past like 10 years, 15 years, we have faculties who are doing this. And we also have like some new faculties who are like interdisciplinary one of our, even one of our, alumni as uh, when his PhD and postdoc came back as a uh, faculty. Okay, mm. okay, great. great. Uh,
0: so alumni are also now into the faculty role. So now it, it yeah. speaks volumes about the course and the course is quite old. And it started in two, some, somewhat around 2000. So it's already 15-20 yeah. years. So yeah, 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 yeah great, great. And what about the course fees? Uh, and course fees? Yeah.
1: yeah. Course fees, it's like, it's like six semesters per semester. It is like usually around 40 to 50,000, uh, differs from semester to semester. Per semester, it will be slightly a year, including the admission fees and stuff. Around like 15,000 goes around your mess fees, and like uh, 10 to 15,000 other like uh, all charges. And uh, rest 10,000 and 5,000 goes towards tuition fee, and 5,000 towards miscellaneous like uh, internet and uh, stuff. So, so it's saying, like. Uh,
0: so Loki, you are saying that the uh, course fees varies particularly from semester to semester, and
1: uh, not much, but like. summer yeah, Somewhere yeah. around forty thousand.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Per semester it mm. costs somewhat around forty to fifty thousand, depending upon the particular mm. semesters. So in total, mm. we can say that it costs somewhat around two fifty thousand to three lakh something near that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Obviously. And and you get around like twenty five thousand stipend per month and uh, okay. that is subjected to you do like uh, 10 hours minimum uh, at like the BC Rai hospital which is in which is inside the campus mm. mm-hmm. So you um, have to do I'm, OPD
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we come to that mm-hmm. particularly this is very interesting part of this particular course uh, so you are saying mm-hmm. that for getting the stipend to, to get eligible for that uh, 25k uh, one is supposed mm-hmm. to do 10 hours of uh, clinical duty in the BC Rai hospital per week or per month
1: yeah yeah, per week.
0: Per week, per week 10,000. Oh, sorry, per mm. 10, uh, 10 hours. 10 hours. So it, yeah, 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 no, no, it's great, great. Uh, so, uh, if you talk about, particularly about this BC Ray Hospital, so is mm. this a particular, from your perspective, because you have mm. spent, you have said, that this is a very interdisciplinary course and the uh, mm. student needs to learn a lot of new things. So do you think, mm. uh, Lokiki, uh, having this kind of uh, clinical workload, in addition mm. to the course curriculum and other research activities is good. Or, I mean, is this uh, having some advantages or it's a disadvantage?
1: It depends on if you want to do like uh, like a clinical research. Like, if you are really into that, you can get more ideas from the hospital environment. Even though you are being somewhere like just straight out of their college, join the course. Mm. So to get into them, like, no, for first problem, first thing about like the. Uh, process of like research is like the uh, finding the problem where uh, do you find the problem clinical problem in clinical city so that is like one good place to start and it also like one good place it is not a much of a work 10 hours per week is nothing compared to 80 because like uh, most of your classes like some days you don't even have classes in the morning some days you don't even have the classes in the evening it's nothing compared to like uh uh, nothing it's like a very small amount it is going to get to and like small amount of time and you can somehow like manage it mm. but like as you ask like the workload the time is little bit tough sometimes because it's like a each semester it's like ranges from 4 to 4 and a half months mm. that's it So there is like a mid semester before, like first semester is going to be the difficult one out of all because like just you joined within one and a half months you will have a mid semester exams. Then like within within two months you will have your end semester exams. It's not like medical college like end of the year you sit for one month and study and then reproduce. It will be like some kind of a continuous process. You should be able to manage your time well.
0: So as Loki is saying guys if you get into this course you should be really passionate because the academic training is quite tough and as he told uh, there will be multiple semester exams, end semester, mid semester, and as the semester size is well, quite small, uh, four to four and a half months. So, time management is very crucial because you have to manage your own personal stuff. In addition, the BC Roy hospital duty hours is also, uh, as told you told, it's quite balanceable, but yeah, that also needs to be taken into consideration. Uh, getting back to the post curriculum, Loki. So, what do you think? How the three year post curriculum is like? Uh, Can you, for the benefit of the audience, can you simplify the six semesters, what each semester focuses, what is the end goal of that particular semester? To give you a perspective, perspective. Uh, for example, uh, if you talk about the post-curriculum of MBBS, the first year is uh, regarding the basic sciences, whereas the second uh, year is regarding the paraclinical, linking it with the clinical subjects, and the end two years are purely focused on the clinical uh, scenarios and getting training uh, hands-on. So, can you just break down the three years of MMST in that uh, perspective with the same analysis? Yeah,
1: sure. Like, as I said, there are like total three years, six semesters. First four semesters is like uh, with the, uh, fully like the coursework. And last two semesters, like dedicated for career, like uh, project work and like uh, uh, thesis and uh, Viva. So last two semesters is like totally like there is no coursework cut out the final year. In the first like uh, four semesters, like first and second semesters, mostly like the basic things. They want to start especially the first semesters like uh, there is some biotechnology compound, there is some uh, Mm biostatistics and there is like uh, uh, programming and uh, data structures like basics of like programming Mm -hmm. and uh, like there is one elective uh, you can choose in first two semesters you can select one elective. Hmm. Second semester is a little bit... Are there?
0: Can you just give options? Kind of option?
1: There are like... Actually, like there is no limit to what elective you can select. Okay. You can select any elective which is offered in any department of IIT to any M-Tech student. Okay. But like uh, sh- there are like few electives within the department which is like related to this. There are few electives which is not related to uh, ours. But you can still take it. For example, I took uh, like uh, one such example is Robotics. I took Robotics in my final semester, mm-hmm. okay, as an elective. Which is nothing to do with like uh, yeah. our department, but it is not totally unrelated to like what I am doing. Medical device industry, like if you go into prosthetics or if you go into some other things related to uh, uh, surgical robotics or something, you will definitely need the background of this. So this is the place that you can learn. So first two semesters, you have only one elective as because it mostly focuses on what you need. It prepares you for the next two semesters. Okay. Once you get a like basic idea for like all those things, including medical electronics is there in the second semester. So and second, uh, uh, fourth and fifth uh, semester, uh, third and fourth semesters, you will have a minor project as well included in that. So there will be a little bit less of course, more of like practical work in the third and fourth semester and finally it's fully like of project work which you can do either in the campus or outside the campus as an industry internship. Mm-hmm. like which i did uh, as an like a uh, industry project
0: okay okay so so uh, uh, if you can uh, simplify it in a better way so when you're saying about the last couple of semesters uh, if somebody is interested into doing a industry project so, uh, will he be paid simultaneously from the, uh, IITK GP stipend of 25,000 and simultaneously the industry is ready to pay something or uh, what's the scenario?
1: No, either of one, like either you get it like a stipend from the company, which you are working for, or you can get the stipend from the uh, campus, uh, from the Institute, not both. Okay
0: and and if somebody mm. and if somebody is not say getting stipend from the company or from the industry and they uh, can
1: somebody, get a stipend they can claim the stipend from the institute.
0: and and uh, if they're unable to do that uh, 10, 10 hours of VCROI walk clinical work
1: yeah still you can able to climb. claim okay. Uh, okay. Mm. okay okay
0: I was thinking it will be something linked to that clinical setting, but yeah, it's great to hear yeah. that. Um, regarding thesis part, so of how what kind of thesis is rega- uh, generally done? Very clinical thesis or industry-linked project, or how, it, how, yeah,
1: something related to what you do, like in the either in the industry or in the campus. If you do like some uh, some research on some project. You like uh, present it, they accept it so it should be uh, anything related to what you are doing and it should be a, like valid for like just for, like one year finally thesis it should be big uh, uh, like good valuable project that's the only thing they care about okay uh, okay mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm.
0: in the end after this uh, last semester is there any exit mm-hmm. test or um, how's the final exams
1: no there is no exit test in the final semester there will be a like a thesis presentation and there will be a viva there will be a grand viva, like which comprises of all the things you did in the whole course, and that's it.
0: Okay, no theory exams as such.
1: Yeah, no, no, not in the final two semesters. Mm-hmm.
0: So, to sum mm-hmm. it up, if we can say that uh, from the three years post curriculum, the first uh, two semesters are primarily focused on getting. Uh, trained in hardcore academical uh, coursework Uh, the next Mm. two semesters are a balance in which the practical training the project training is slightly having more time and towards Mm. the end it's more about writing up your thesis and summing up your course curriculum and then giving it up as a viva and uh, in between in the last uh, two semesters one can get industry postings as well depending mm, on yeah. yeah okay okay great great so how was your industry experience uh, in the last uh, semesters? i know it was a uh, covid going on so it must be
1: yeah different. like i yeah. started as like work from home but finally like uh, i thought like i should be there i went there mm-hmm. i was doing in uh, an internship in mefec at private limited in pune and it was like a, about till we started with an oxygen concentrator like during at the time it was the second wave time i think Mm-hmm. The company thought they will uh, come up with their own oxygen concentrated, like, so since the prices are skyrocketing, they thought like they will make it something affordable, then we start the project. So that's how my thing is went. Other than when they are there, it is just kind of a startup. They didn't have many big project lineup, but they are their own flagship products as well, which I was able to work on, like, for some time. Okay,
0: okay. And uh, so in your batch, 15 students are there, I guess.
1: Uh, uh not exactly like uh like uh, most of the people who join don't like go through all the course like most of the people join without knowing what the course they drop out in between and uh, we are like eight students uh out of which uh, uh i think one person is like able to skip a semester it was like uh, some personal reason so like uh, uh finally like six of us like uh has finished this year
0: Okay, okay. So, initially mm. after 15, only 8 joined and you're saying mm. the, fin- uh, the final line uh, as of now have crossed 6 persons only. Mm, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: And is there, any, because, okay, is there any penalty if somebody leaves the course in between something like that? For example, in uh, school colleges, we have a lot of penalties.
1: I don't think there is something like that. Uh, because like only one person dropped out, as no, no. Like, but like many people have dropped out here, here in the senior year and like my, before I joined and there is no such penalty as it now.
0: No. Okay, okay. okay. Mm. And uh, you know, regarding your internship experience, uh, it was like, uh, uh, what about your other colleagues? Uh, for example, you worked in a startup. Uh, did anybody get uh, a, a startup experience, other kind of startup experience, or anybody getting an MNC industry experience, because both are uh, quite uh, poles apart. Startup experience is very much different to a high hardcore uh, MNC or a very big uh, med tech uh, company. Like same yeah, same
1: yeah, like startup is like entirely different as you said, like, uh, but one thing about the startup is you will get to get the whole idea, like what is going on, the overall work process. Hmm. Uh, whereas in MMCs you will be uh, given a particular job and you will be doing that. Yeah, so yeah. you will not get an overall idea in startup You get that overall idea what is going on and you get to like uh, uh, discuss in like each field like uh, from starting from the design to end to the validation so that is the only thing if you are like a part of something uh, some project which is starting when you are entering you get to there till the end still it goes out into the market yeah. so that is one advantage of being working at the start of gaining some experience mm-hmm. and uh, it will be Like and we have like we able to collaborate with uh, colleagues like from different uh, industries like Mm -hmm. different uh, disciplines. If I have to say like uh, mechanical engineers, like electrical engineers, like uh, pure like uh, uh, microfluidics engineer, uh, PhD candidates, like something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. And also, each startup you get a lot of networking opportunity as well.
1: Yeah sure like for sure like whenever there is a like with all these people contact we will get like they always collaborate like with different uh, uh, companies and stuff like so we will get in like good opportunities to get to know many people Mm -hmm. and like at different places as well. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah yeah. Completely relate to that. So uh, those uh, those audiences who are yet to uh, get a hands-on on the corporate work culture. But Loki's trying to say is that when you work in a very big uh, company or a big NNC, you're just like a screw in the whole machine. So you have to just do your own work but when you work in a startup, the JD, the job description is only limited and uh, actually have to do a lot of other stuff as well. So you get lots of uh, other things, other skills to learn and Loki, you must agree with me I guess on this key, uh, whenever we get up, uh, you can say a job role or uh, you can say opportunity in which there is a very tremendous learning curve. So that's mm. the best thing I think uh, students should look forward and join those kind of jo- jobs in which a lot of unexplored and a lot of learning potential is there. Pay packages matter, but uh, for yeah. example there is a very slight difference in the pay package and one job is offering a
1: very huge learning curve. So I think mm.
0: students should look forward
1: for that. because uh, Yeah, like the whole course are... is about that. Yeah, so yeah, You have to learn how much of possible in like whichever field you are interested. Apart from you have to go beyond the curriculum to learn it on your own. The, like most of the things, like as I said, the curriculum is old. You can you should not totally depend on it. You should like go beyond and learn it on your own. You have a huge library in the campus, which you can like get like books like uh, in whichever department you need, whichever discipline you need. And like there are pros and cons in working in like uh, like uh, either in a startup or in an MNC or in an academic setting as well. So people do like academic internships in like abroad as well. Like so, it depends on what you want to become. If you want to pursue your like uh, your career in academic, you can go an academic internship, can join a PhD, you can do your postdoc, you can like continue on a research like that. Later after PhD, you can either choose to go to academic or even in industry. Depends. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, okay. I wasn't aware that from this program, academic internships are also allowed. Okay, great, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, PhD opportunities are there, industry opportunities. It's actually a very leveraging course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, if we, uh to summarize on the rating scale, uh, mm. I will just ask a few points and you have to summarize them, rate them uh, for this particular program on a scale of 0 to 5, in which 5 mm. stands for the best okay No. so how will you rate the clinical research curriculum of mmst like
1: uh, four i can if i can but like as i said like everything which i'm going to sell below is like depending on your own interest you have to take your own interest hmm. curriculum alone will not help you to get there hmm.
0: mm-hmm. and and what uh, can be done in near future to improve the clinical research outcome of the mmst program
1: like actually like, they already have collaborations with various like Tata Medical Center in Kolkata and like some other thing. Mm-hmm. But like uh, they were never part of the curriculum. If you want to do something on your own, you have to like uh, uh, get, get all the process and everything on your own. Maybe for the final day project, it might be easy if you can, if you can go through. But for the first two years, it is difficult to enter into the clinical research thing. Initially, unless until you are like uh, associated with some lab which is already doing it Okay mm. mm-hmm. Got your point You have to get yourself associated with the labs like which is already working on something mm. Nobody will go and tell you like you have to do this because then only we will give you marks Like mm. it is like out of your own interest Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And mm. uh, regarding the academic training, the course curriculum, how's the academics out of 5?
1: Out of 5, I can give it like 3 as I said, like it has uh, much needed, like an uh, update is needed for this course. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, mm.
0: yeah. Industry really, mm. it's quite old, yeah.
1: It's, uh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And if we say a lot of people after completing this course get into the industry, mm. uh, so mm. it's always a corporate life and as you know that mm. corporate life demands good communication, good soft skills and most importantly good people management skills.
1: So mm. on
0: this front, how will you rate the course? How much uh, uh, corporate-ready it makes uh, the
1: graduating student? Uh, this is like a little bit like I can give you like a of five because like there is nothing uh, much about like management they teach you there or like you get an exposure to. Mm-hmm. But like uh, there a program healthcare management but like that is not uh, managing skills it is like completely different thing. Mm-hmm. So like but like uh, they can improve, like uh, this again, it's on your own to improve this But like the course, uh, three years out of three years, other than if you have some internship in some NMC, we are not going to gain management skills on your own.
0: Okay, okay. So, you personally will advise uh, the upcoming students who are going into this course, that additionally, hmm. other than the courses, they should get some uh, online or some, in some way they should uh, learn management skills, because it will help yeah. them a lot.
1: Yeah definitely it's going to help them like whichever like field you are in like even you like any doctors mm-hmm. after a certain like stage when you grew up you end up in like managing uh, positions mm-hmm. so you definitely need a management skills like if you do some courses related to it that will be very helpful for your career out of the curriculum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Getting back to the
0: practicals you told a lot about that uh, in the last two years of the course mm-hmm. curriculum a lot of practical and projects uh, our uh, training is there. So how will
1: you rate mm. the course practicals? Uh, practicals is like quite like adequate I can give it like 3 out of 5 mm. uh, but like again it depends on if you associate yourself and you are like interested you can always gain more knowledge and you, there is like sufficient facilities in the campus mm. but how you get access to them that is the one thing and like unfortunately the second, uh, third and fourth semester, we are not able to be there at the campus because the Covid, everything was online, yeah, yeah. even the classes, like uh, there is yeah, one Pandemic
0: time. made, uh, mm. the pandemic actually mm. didn't allow you to enjoy the mm. course, a complete mm. course in the, its original, you can say, yeah. taste, yeah uh getting back to the internship particularly so uh mm. internship loki i just wanted to know means uh, these internships uh, one backs or gets opportunity all these are through campus placements or uh, it's like off campus the student gets connected to the industry and backs internships or how about it
1: how the well, both things happen them. both things happen like some are like through uh, the institute, uh, there is like an uh, uh, institute body which helps you to get into placements. So there are always announcements about like different opportunities around the globe. Mm-hmm. And you can get opportunities along with scholarships. If you want to travel abroad, uh, there is like USA KGP Foundation, mm-hmm. which they also give like uh, grants for such like if you have internship but you don't have money to go to it like somewhere in abroad, they will help you out. So okay. like they, they have their own selection process. Other than that, like uh, people manage to get on their own from all like through alumni networks and stuff. Stuff. Okay. So I can rate it like four out of five. Mm-hmm. And these internship opportunities
0: include
1: both corporate and academic. Yeah, corporate oh. startups, academy, anything you want you can do. Or else you can do your own uh, project in the campus itself, in some other department or your own department depends on you.
0: Any
1: Entrepreneurial or Startup uh, culture? Uh, not exactly, but they have an Entrepreneurial cell. Uh, it's like up to you getting associated with that. But usually like uh, it's mostly for the coursework the thing, they don't like straight away go into like a Startup in their final year. Like maybe just after finishing that, one of our seniors went in like uh, through our Entrepreneur cell, like uh, Super Senior oh. uh, to something batch. He was being, uh, he started on a uh, startup uh, along with the, one of the professors from the campus. Okay, okay, great, great. And
0: mm. starting the, uh, we can say the campus placement, we talked a lot about the internship. Mm. After one, mm. uh, somebody completes the course. Uh, you mentioned earlier, mm. Kihara, it's not like uh, other courses of IIT that you complete it and the placement will be guaranteed, something like that. Mm. So, so, how's yeah. the ca- placement, uh, post completing this course?
1: Yeah, placement is like campus placement, you cannot fully rely on. Mm-hmm. It's like always like through alumni networks or, in, or based off like you have done internship somewhere, they might get you a placement offer mm-hmm. or like uh, on your own, you have to find it out. Because like campus, like uh, especially in our department, like there is like very less uh, focus on departments like this, which is mostly towards like some IT and like some other departments. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the focus is very less and like even the industry people like very less people are aware of like a course such like mm-hmm. uh, MMST, so they don't come for like campus for like particularly our course. so it's purely mm. uh,
0: networking so uh, locate, mm. uh, uh, sorry, uh, Dr. Loki has this specifically mentioned audience that uh, one needs to be very particular about the management skills and the networking other than the whole MMST course because this course mm. Is not uh, made for those who don't have networks because you will find a lot of challenges uh, during your placement mm. opportunities and also during internships But to, uh, you will
1: mm-hmm. develop your network like through the course, like that's yeah,
0: like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm specifically mentioning mm. the student needs to actively network. So mm. other than that, passive, uh, yeah, because uh, you can say aggressive networking is needed uh, going forward mm. to get yeah. good opportunities, yeah. Uh, regarding the co-curricular activities I think there are a lot of dramatic theater
1: society, quiz societies So there are like n number of societies which I can even count, hmm. in this scale you can give 5 out of 5 to IED campus you're, you're always there is something happening in the campus, it's hmm. like an happening place, like if you're like into it fully, you might lose track of time on like the and you might even like enjoy the campus fine, forgetting your academics so much like diversions are there inside the campus including the flame society the scheme, like every week they are uh, uh, in a flame and like there are like you know, uh, Springfest and like uh, not even to say like one of the uh, good uh, best uh, cultural programs in any campus so
0: uh. and uh, uh, if you scale the industry readiness of the course you talked about the the course curriculum is quite old and it's need to be upgraded. Mm. but how do you yeah. create out of five industry readiness. i
1: can give you like three out of five okay. and but still like there are like this is a very unique course and they they don't still have a like a doctor and understanding about like all these aspects so they still value it like whoever sees it like uh, looks at a uh, impressive how impressive the course was, mm-hmm. but still it's like from the like inside if you see it needs a lot, lot of things but like from industry side they see it like it's very good. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, okay. So you're saying from the industry standards they look high up too, but yeah, a lot of awareness mm-hmm. is needed because yeah, mm-hmm. the course is comparatively you can say unique in terms it's only offered at uh, I T K G P. Uh, regarding mm-hmm. the return of investment, so, Loki, as you know, he, a lot of students are coming from poor families, having a less financial background. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you think he, out of passion, some should dive uh, into this kind of course, which does not guarantee? Because, for example, somebody uh, goes uh, into hardcore clinical settings or post-graduation, mm-hmm. it has got a, you can say, very defined career at least. So I know yeah. we uh, will always be used to say in finance, higher the Mm. risk, more are the better the gain. So, Mm. how will you rate the return of investment? Because the student is giving 3 years of life uh, and uh, investing somewhat around uh, uh, 2.5 to 3 lakhs uh, as a course fee and getting a Mm. a stipend which is almost the MBBS intern stipend of 25,000. Yeah. Uh, How's the return of investment? I know uh, regarding the learning part, it's very good. But uh, Mm. uh, after getting pass out, uh, getting a
1: job in terms of that, how will you rate the return of investment? Uh, return of investment like depends on the students. Like if you you are getting like twenty five thousand stipend every month, so like out of four months stipend, like you have to pay one to two months stipend for your fees. Like so you can cover your own fees during the course of study. You don't have to depend on anyone. Hmm. Okay, so there is like very less like uh, uh, the cost of living in the campus is also very low. We don't have to spend too much, like uh, uh, mess, mess food and everything is covered and like everything in the campus is like, comparatively cheap mm. uh, compared to like uh, huge cities or something since it is like uh, far away from the city. Mm. So, like the overall you are getting a stipend, you are getting a place to stay and everything and like after uh, 3 years there is like a guarantee you are like, uh, you are at least getting your basic needs covered. Mm. So apart from like after like finishing after three years, like, uh, as I said, like, there are like people who go back to clinics, people who go back to like industries, like, but like it always depends on how much skills you hmm. develop. Yeah, yeah. So like, there are people like who went to like unimaginable, like, uh, heights with this course where people, uh, yeah.
0: So, you're saying it's a very customized answer and varies from the person mm. to person. Yeah, yeah. Mm. completely relate. if somebody are completing this course, gets into uh, entrepreneurial stint and it succeeds, then the ROI is mm. humongous and mm. simultaneously somebody drops out or loses interest in between, so then it's mm. a very, you can say the return of investment is very poor. Yeah, I mm. it. Uh, But
1: it is never less than what it will be like, you are like, you you're a doctor and you have some technical knowledge. Yeah, so exactly. definitely corporate is going to take you in like for at least for the minimum which is like better than like what you beat with only with entities. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, no, it's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding the alumni, you talked a lot about mm-hmm. uh, getting placements and internship opportunities from the alumni network. So uh, mm-hmm. the course is uh, started somewhat around 15-20 years back and if say every batch has say 5 people graduating. So we have mm-hmm. already crossed the mark of 75-100 uh, to 100 alumni. So, yeah. uh, can you tell more about the alumni network, particularly of the MMST? Where are they exactly? Uh, how, what kind of roles they are currently
1: working in? Uh, it is uh, like a very diverse like thing. Like they are like everywhere in the world, and they are doing all kind of jobs. Like if starting from like those who like as I said, started in our department. He is, he is like an academic, full time academic. He is a assistant professor in our department. And hmm. uh, compared to like someone is doing postdoc in US. Someone is working in Japan, someone is working in Taiwan. Uh, like uh, they are working from all industries. They are working in like, uh, for example, like medical device industries. They are working in pharmaceutical industries. They are working in full flights like uh, R&D labs around the globe. Uh, they are even, some like went back and they took their master's. And then they, after that, some uh, come to the, back to the clinical, some go to the corporate. Okay, and some even do MBA after like MMSD and go into fully managing questions. Uh-huh. And uh, there are like few who started their own startups as well. Like mm-hmm. uh, one of them is Pankaj Jain, like who is the CEO of Autoil, uh, the stock of Gujarat, mm-hmm. and he, he is selling his uh, uh, Autoil to like the US and uh, Europe as well. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, depends. Like, it's like a very diverse thing. Like, alumni network is very diverse, and it's like even like there, there are like uh, people working uh, full-fledged IT roles. If you are so much interested in programming, you can go into that.
0: Okay. Okay. Great.
1: App uh, development and are... something.
0: Okay. Full IT people are also okay. Ah. Okay. Uh, it's very interesting to listen to, uh, I can completely relate the R&D part, the corporate part, but yeah, getting into full time uh, IT roles. Well,
1: you can say uh, key, but mostly like it companies. is like medical app development only, yeah. not exactly like uh, TCS or Infosys, but like even they need like some projects like uh, uh, medical billing or medical uh, related, uh, like electronic health records related things, these people get in there, like mostly it is not like that, mostly it is like medical apps only and like even like there are like people needed in like a medical device evaluation like regulatory all those things roles also, also like people constantly get hired in that industry as well
0: okay okay and uh, mm-hmm. getting back to my final question we have a mm-hmm. great interaction today so what mm-hmm. do you think how's the medical device industry in india and even in abroad evolving uh, currently because recently uh we have the new bill of medical devices coming up for this year mm-hmm. i hope you have gone through that so yeah how are you thinking the medical device sector is evolving
1: yeah like uh, like uh, there are like two kind of stands like after like this COVID, like one is like there is like very uh, less money flowing around but like more are focused towards the uh, medical devices and like uh, especially medical technology if i have to say Uh, including like telemedicine and and, like uh, but medical devices getting big focus because like 95% of the medical devices in India is imported there is like only 5% of like uh, there is not uh, much R&D happening in India as such like so like overall like uh, government is getting into like making India program like this so they are now focusing on medical they are looking into the medical device industry and they are like shocked to like 95% is not being manufactured in India; it has been imported. So they've gone into it, like, and they are also like uh, trying to uh, set up like uh, academic uh, institutes as well as, like, uh, as you said in like Jodhpur, Hyderabad, some entrepreneurial courses related to medical device. and like they all are like picking up now on the Q one like uh, even Andhra has like some Andhra Tech, uh, Andhra Pradesh Tech Zone and like there is like in Visakh and as well as one in Hyderabad they have a med tech zone that is the first state to give a med tech zone special economic zone for medical technology so like uh, government is picking up on it and industries like there is a much needed industry there are a lot of startups nowadays evolving for medical devices and I think this is going to be great and in the next 5 to 10 years like uh, uh, it is going to be a very big industry in India, and the government allowed like full FDA as you share. Like, uh, so 100% FDA for indirect investment is going to like it is not there in all the industries. Since they want to improve it in India, they allow it, so that is also going to pick up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally feel that with the coming of mm. the new government policies and a mm. lot of good medical and pharmaceutical parks are also coming up, especially in mm. southern parts of India. Uh, Telangana is strongly encouraging that. So, going forward, mm. uh, both the pharmaceuticals and the medical devices. Although you can say the therapeutics, including the digital therapeutics, uh, you lot focus on the telemedicine part. These are likely to be very, but we can say? And also the Indian health sector uh, is having a lot of things, uh, you can say loopholes to be explored. And as mm-hmm. rightly said, ki, with the startups coming up, I think uh, recently we touched the 100 figure mark of the unicorns. And uh, I don't remember exactly the person, but yeah, a lot of people have already commented that the next wave of startups, uh, unicorns will be, from health tech as well, fintech and yeah. health tech, so yeah, personally I am also looking forward to it. Uh, do you think in India R&D is uh, justified? Because uh, no of with medical devices currently the R&D scope is very less in India, all is about medical yeah. marketing and uh, mm. getting the clinical trials, regulatory part, but R&D is quite mm. less, how do you think about
1: mm. it? Yeah, definitely R and D is quite less in India, not only in like metric industry, like in any other industry. Mm. Like R and D is like quite very less. Like we are always being in service and we are always like being as a market for like international companies to sell their products. Mm. There are like quite a lot of like marketing, like uh, regulatory and all those things in India. Mm. But uh, they never do much R and D in India, like it is like very less quite less compared to, like, any other country. Like, uh, for example, Israel is one such country which has, like, a uh, lot of startups and a lot of r and I think that, percentage is, like, about the increase, like, with all this, like, interest from the government and, like, even from the institutes, uh, setting up institutes, uh, which is, like, purely focusing on R&D. Mm-hmm. So, once the mindset is, like, changing, I think that will also change, like, uh, uh, more R&D, like, it's basically because, like, medtech uh, or pharmaceutical R&D takes uh, a yeah, lot of amount of money and time, a uh, lot of investment which you want, you are not going to access in next 10-15 years, then only you can, like, uh, drug discovery is like a, a huge draining. Uh, mm. So, that's the main reason India is uh, still not quite uh, ready to invest uh, such an amount. In the industry.
0: Also, also looky, I feel that India's uh, you can say the trained labor, the manpower is mm. also not apt for the R&D sector currently. Uh, you rightly right yeah. that right, the course curriculum is quite old and I am coming from uh, a pharmaceutical background I'm currently pursuing my residency so I also feel the R&D roles are comparatively challenging when we compare with the global standards because mm. uh, m- mo- most of the companies prefer hardcore PhDs and these uh, mm, yeah. this postdoc having 5 to 10 years of experience in the industry but yeah so loki my last question to sum this up the podcast uh, for today mm. if you're given another chance in your life mm. uh, so say for example you're getting back to 2015 2016 when you finished your mbbs will you still mm. be doing the course of MMST?
1: actually i regretted doing it sooner like uh, like i had a chance in 2017 Okay. Uh, that during that time, I had only, uh, they have only center in Kolkata, they didn't have a center in Bangalore. So I thought it is, I didn't have much knowledge, like I just out of medical school and like uh, I, w- I was not willing to take risk at the time and then I left it like after like two uh, two years from then, I saw like there is center opening up in Bangalore. So let me try. I went in on. Okay. <laughs> at the time, I had a stable mind. Okay. So I never going to regret this taking this and because it is always mm, I always had a like a passion for technology
0: uh-huh. and
1: I always will be like from now on
0: yeah yeah definitely it's always great <laughs> to listen to people who are standing in that bell curve outlier part mm. but because mm. I feel the world only changes and the outliers make it to change mm. Because the Mm. mean, median, (laughs) they always Mm. like stability and they're looking for a very balanced kind of thing. So it was great speaking to you, Loki, and see you sometime next on a different topic. And I hope you'll soon get into the industry and uh, I hope sometime our audience will benefit from your experience in the industry. Thank you, Loki. Thank
1: you so much. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my knowledge and experience with all those people who are looking for it. Thank you. Bye yeah, then.
0: yeah, sure, sure. Take
1: care of it.